The generational wealth gap between African-American households and white households is disturbingly growing despite all that we have survived and been through as a people. Discrimination, institutional racism, Jim Crow South, and at the core of everything, slavery. And recently, let's throw into the mix COVID. Many African-Americans have chosen to deal with these unfortunate realities by attending church and sharing a deep faith in the Bible. And yet, have we ever thought that obtaining wealth and success was associated with being bad or evil? Also, based on these ugly truths regarding discrimination and the like, have we developed a limiting belief or scarcity mindset regarding wealth and money? No matter how hard we work, no matter how much we gain, there's still the feeling or emotion attached to lack. Do we really believe that God has everything we need? After hearing that, I could get hyped. Can I get an amen? According to fellow podcaster, author, and friend to the interludes, Jury O'Neill, most people fall into two categories, scarcity thinkers versus abundant thinkers. Some limiting belief sources can come from the trauma suffered in our work or personal lives. Are we making enough money for the rising inflation costs of gas, food, and shelter? Can we own property instead of renting? And sometimes, no amount of biblical verses or well-meaning affirmations can shake the scarcity demons off our backs. Get off me. Get off me. What can we do to think more meaningful about wealth and success? Can we change the narrative in our minds that having money and wealth is not evil or bad? Wealth can be used to do good. Author of the book, Why Are Church Folks Poor?, and money mindset consultant, Dr. Raquel Tolson, shares her thoughts on how the change of mindset helped her accomplish the milestones that many African-Americans hope to achieve, entrepreneurship and home ownership. Tune in regarding Tolson's story as we reset with a mindset money up thought process on today. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Presents Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners. Learn more about the upcoming course and membership within our Interludes community on our website today. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val the Voice Johnson. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Interludes. I am your host, Val The Voice Johnson. I am very happy and wonderfully pleased to be introducing you to someone who calls herself a money mindset consultant. Um, she's written a book called Why Church Folk Poe. Why Church Folks is Poe. 
And and I say it in the, with that little, you know, indentation of Poe. We can't even afford the OR. She teaches people how to change their mindset about money. Uh, she's also a publisher and an author. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Raquel Tolson, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Oh my gosh, thank you so very much. So I need to know what inspired, number one, the book. I, I, I'm thinking to myself, church folks got some money because we got our hats, we got our gloves, we got our heels, we got whatever Gucci and everything. And what do you mean? Are we spending too much money on the clothes and the hats or the suits? Or what, what is why we pull? Why we pull, uh, doctor? So I wrote the book because I am church folks. So anybody out there listening, I this is not me bashing a church. I mm -hmm. am church folk, been me church too. folk all my life. My me grandfather too. was Church of God in Christ, elder. So I'm go. church folk, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I wrote this book because God had to deal with me. And it wasn't about, it's not about the money in the bank or the money that comes and the stuff that we have. It really is about our mindset. And I did the research mm. worldwide church people on average are poor mm. people that love God who go to the go to um, to church or synagogue you know to all these places of um, worship worship mm -hmm. on a weekly basis are poor than people who don't they, yeah are poorer than people who don't so i started wondering why and then but it was because of what happened to me i went from living in orlando florida mm -hmm. in a 2500 square foot house on two and a half acres you know it wasn't the prettiest house, but we had plans to do a whole lot because we had two and a half acres, okay? And That's a little right. I heard, I heard acres. Yes. Yeah, I heard acres. Yes. That's what I yes. heard. <laughs> but then my son, who was 11 at the time, mm -hmm. said, I want to go to L.A. and be on TV. I want to be an actor. Now, he was an actor in um, Orlando. He actually was up for the role of um, in Ray Charles movie. Um, to be young gray he was he was oh. it was between him and the boy that got it and my son didn't get it i was thinking it could have been because his skin was he was really fair skin okay but he had those light color eyes and they they wanted the light eyes i don't know if you remember when he went you know blind they, when he went okay. blind yeah mm -hmm. right he didn't get it but he had been doing you know a few things but so he wanted to go out to la and so he could see himself on tv or in a movie or something so I was like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's go out there. Now I'm, I left my job as a pharmacist, mm -hmm. packed up, and we moved. Mm -hmm. Now my pharmacy degree was in in Florida, not in California. So I was going out there. Out. I, I didn't know how we was going to leave. I had I take wow. it. I took my retirement money out, and we was going to leave off that until he made it or something. I don't I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you got a plan. You had a plan though. Okay. The plan was to get out there and go because you know with kids. I didn't want him to wait till he was older because kids, their lives, you know, it's mm -hmm. not guaranteed. So we did it. Right. But now we get out there and I'm thinking, oh, let me see if I can buy us a house. Girl, uh -oh. my house was worth $250,000 in Orlando. Mm -hmm. It was nothing. 
in California, in Los Angeles, for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Not even a condo. Do you hear what I'm saying? Back then, back then, that was in twenty eleven. No, it was more than a two hundred fifty thousand. So I was just like, I will never be able to own a house here. I guess I have to get comfortable living in apartments. Mm. Mindset. Mindset. I can never own a house in California. I guess I need to just settle for living in nice apartments. And you told yourself that. I told myself that we, that. because I was like, I can't afford it. Right. So I was just like, well, let's, wow. let's find us some apartments and we, you know, mind you, I ain't had no money for no apartment either. So why was, but my mindset was like, we could afford an apartment, but we can't afford a house. That is mindset. And, and so I'm going to jump to um 10 years later it took mm -hmm. 10 years for god to work on my mind and be like you need to buy your house even mm -hmm. when he said that i was like you do know how much houses cost out here god right <laughs> <laughs> i was like you do know he was like girl stop playing go look for your house and i started looking i did the um pre-approval they said five hundred thousand. i was like oh they're gonna give me five hundred thousand dollars but Val, guess what? I couldn't even find a house for five hundred thousand that I liked. Now, ladies and gentlemen, five hundred thousand <laughs> literally is a half a million dollars, and we're talking LA real estate. That is that's bonkers to me. Oh my! Yeah, gosh. Keep, keep right. Going, but I, but like I said, I couldn't find a house that I liked. So then okay, I talked to go. my right. So I talked to my real estate. I mean, my landlord at the time, Nigerian woman, and mm -hmm. she was also a real estate agent. She said, "Wait a minute." You, you want, you ready to buy a house? And she was like, well, what do you look for? I'm a real estate agent. And I said, well, I'm looking for four bedrooms. Cause you know, I had a big house in Orlando. I'm looking for four bedrooms. She's like, stop. Uh -oh. I said, huh, what, what? Four <laughs> bedrooms? <laughs> Why you need four bedrooms? It's you and your son. All you need is two bedrooms. I was like, well, I need, she's like, stop. Cause I was like, I need a guest room. She's like, why are you finna get a whole room for people you know you don't want to stay for long? Ooh. She's like, that's what couches are for. <laughs> Mindset. Because I'm thinking if I'm going to get a house, I need to have a big house. You know how we think big house, exactly. we got to have that, right? So mm -hmm. she said, how about you get two, a two bedroom house and then you get a two bedroom rental property. So she said, there's your four, but you say you're going to rent it. She's like, so you're going to get a duplex. I'm not, I'm not sending you anything less than a duplex. It'd be duplexes or better, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, mindset, because <laughs> this is blowing my mind. I, what is she talking about right now? Right. Found a duplex I like, wow. and I was just like, it was six twenty. I was like, well, shoot, I can't get this. They only gonna get me. She said, Ray Hill, is there anything too hard for God? Don't you believe in God? She's like, mm -hmm. didn't He say you can have desires of your heart? Didn't mm -hmm. He say that He? She just started going rambling all these scriptures that I knew because right. I was I used to do the Bible drills when I was younger. I know the Bible. <laughs> but then start applying what you what's been drilled into your head is a completely different animal. Yes. And there it is. <laughs> and and that's when it hit me. That's why church folk are poor, because we we don't exercise. We don't actually elevate our thoughts to really match what we've learned in the Bible. Mm -hmm. We don't exercise our faith to, you know, we don't walk that out. 
And mm-hmm. that is why, and when I say poor, it's because there's some people like, well, I'm not poor. Okay, well, you're not living the way that you really want to. You don't have enough, you giving people from your cup and not from your overflow. <laughs> I, <laughs> even, and, and watch this, you even giving the church out of your cup and not from the overflow. So mm-hmm. when I say that, I really mean it. And if when people really think about it, there are some things that we also learned in church that could be causing it. Like it is easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, heaven is the goal for church folk. Mm-hmm. So if being rich is going to keep me out of heaven, I don't want to be rich. Subconsciously. Could, subconsciously, right. So what we do, we get the money because God blesses. God is good mm-hmm. and we, but then we give it away. We spend it. We do all this. We, and we don't mm-hmm. amass wealth to hand down generationally. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families and middle class is taught in families. And so the people right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. Yeah, if you're and, poor, and always... my thing is just that mind shift of having your former now Nigerian landlord just kind of speak on and speak into you and say, this is what the Bible says, but just believing it and then owning that you were able in this, in that crazy market of purchasing a home to get a home in not just one home. Not one home. Two homes on one property. Because she wasn't going to let me just get one home. Two (laughs) homes on one property. Both of them have two bedrooms. So I got the four bedrooms. It's just in two houses. And I I was able to use the fact that they already had renters to Mm -hmm. help me qualify for it. Because remember, I said it was only 500, but the house was 620. Right. But having the renters helped me qualify to even buy the house. Wow, look at God. I know. And, right? and and I know I know you look back at that and think, I thank God for running into having this landlord to kind of point out to me this is how real estate works. Cause a lot of people don't understand, don't understand no. that how you can purchase something. And it's it's funny, God answered that prayer, that request of mm-hmm. getting four bedrooms. It was just in a different package. In a different package. I still got four bedrooms. Look at God. But but I had to change my mindset about what, like, did I really have to have the four bedrooms in the way I thought I had it? That's mm-hmm. a whole nother situation about what we think we need and how mm-hmm. we need it. And we just got to let God be God and trust God that he's going to provide the way that we actually need and not just out of our ego. Cause it was mm-hmm. only ego that I needed four bedrooms. That's <laughs> ego. It was like, I'm being honest. It was ego. So. Yeah. And the great thing about what you teach, and I think you said you're with five rings financial. Yes. That's 
the company where, what exactly do you do with Five Rings Financial? Well, what I do, I teach people how to, that life insurance is not just for burying people. Oh, okay. My father mm-hmm. used to be a life insurance salesman where they used to go around every week and collect like, you know, pennies on the dollar almost just, you mm-hmm. know, to help bury people. But mm-hmm. life insurance is more than just that. And I think our people don't really know that. Right. First of all, you know, life insurance can really create generational wealth because the, the money that you get from a life insurance policy mm-hmm. is not taxed. When a person passes away, that money is given to the benefit beneficiary tax free. So let's just say you have a $100,000 life insurance policy, your Mm -hmm. family is going to have a $100,000. And do you know what a $100,000 is for real? $100,000 is the difference between the average wealth of white American and black America. Wow, it's about 100,000. And that is really literally a life insurance policy. Wow. And speak to this really quickly, the uh, the black wealth gap, it mm. definitely was created. But what do you think really contributes to that where the 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 the, the, the difference or the or the wealth gap between, let's say, white Americans in the ages between 30 and 50 and say black Americans between the ages of 30 to 50? Well, I, it ha- is definitely mindset because, you know, I say mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. But even with the life insurance, I have a lot of black people who will not even answer my phone call, who will not mm-hmm. respond, who don't want to talk about life insurance. Mm-hmm. Don't want to talk about it at all. Life insurance, when, when in 2008, when everything was crumbling, you know mm-hmm. what industry did not? The life, life insurance, insurance didn't, didn't budge. And, and, and you know what's helping the banks right now? The, the life, life insurance policies that they put the money that we put in the bank and they invested in life insurance. <laughs> that is how America, like you think about it, how every place else gets taxed. How is mm-hmm. it that the insurance company found a way to keep IRS out of their business? Because even so, if you put money in, um, let's say a whole life policy or Mm -hmm. IUL. That's my favorite. Uh, If you put it in one of those things, the money that's growing is you don't get a 1099 INT at the end of the year. So you're not paying any interest on it. So it's growing. And then you could actually take money out because you can borrow from your life insurance. And guess what? You don't pay taxes on money you borrow. Hmm. So smart. Yeah. The life insurance is growing tax free. You can take it out tax free and you can leave it to your beneficiaries tax free. Free. Right. Especially if that paperwork has been done correctly within uh, setting all that stuff up, which is important. Got to set it up pr- properly. You also host a podcast called uh, Blessed Mindset Matters. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And it started because I was a guest on somebody's show Ah. and the producer was like, oh, my goodness, you need to do a show yourself (laughs) because I was talking about why church before (laughs) because that that, I mean, that to me is striking. That's a striking title. And, you know, and and automatically I was thinking, oh, my gosh, Dr. Raquel is going to be insulting me. I'm a church folk. But when you come out and say I'm a church folk, then that's different because we we know how that works. But how long has the podcast been going on and how, and what kind of guests have you had on uh, that 
particular show? Um, I think it's been four years. I'm on a hiatus right now. I'm going to come mm-hmm. back in January. But so I, I interview people who understand that mindset matters. So okay. people who have been through something, but mm-hmm. they didn't let that something keep them from, you know, keep moving, keep pushing. Some people actually use like heartbreak to start a business. Right. I had one lady, which I thought was just mm-hmm. awesome because it just should if you shift your mindset, how you look at the things that negative things that happen to us and mm-hmm. how it can propel you to do some great things, but it's all about mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and creating that change in your, in your, in your brain, I like to call it change in the brain. Uh, one of my favorite um, scriptures, and I was just looking at it. Um, oh, good Lord. Why didn't it's supposed to there we go um it is we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god uh who who are called according to his purpose that is romans 8 uh, do you feel like you're working in your purpose with helping people change their mindset about money so the quick answer is yes but I love when people talk about purpose because my purpose is to be, do, and have good. Ah. And I get to choose my good at any given time. So Mm. at this stage in my life, my purpose is to do that, but I'm not bound. Ooh, I love that word. I'm not bound by that, that I don't have to do that for the rest of my life. And I think that people feel like, Oh, I got to find this one purpose and that's, all I got to do that's in God we have a freedom so I don't think I'm bound by just my purpose is to really to show people the love of God and to Mm -hmm. show good really because God is good right so I'm supposed to just project good project God and Mm -hmm. and and like I said we get to choose that so people who are actors they're projecting God. They're projecting their good. And we supposed we're, we should be able to see God in all good things. And so our purpose is to really just project good. So we, mm-hmm. we're supposed to have good lives. And that's why I'm trying to tell people it's, it's okay to have money because money will help you have a good life. And that shows the goodness of God. Oh, it's just a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my purpose is, so I feel like I am operating in my purpose. Ah, see that there, there it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I wanted to just share this. I, um, uh, Dr. Raquel also has uh, publishing. So she, you have self-published a couple of books and I am interested in that as well. But what started that? and self-publishing some of the things that you've done like talk on about some of those titles and what you've self-published already okay so i self-publish inspirational non-fiction fiction and children picture books and it really mm-hmm. stemmed from not being able to find a publisher ah. and my mindset was that one monkey don't stop no show or 20 monkeys in my case 20 people i got 20 no's you know 20 monkeys don't stop no show either how dare they say that my, my stuff is not good because i know what god had told me so <laughs> i'm just gonna be obedient and put it out myself and i had to learn how to do that and um 
single and save was my first um, romance because I love romance because mm-hmm. I'm like you know love is of God and God is love so we got I want to talk about some love so um, I did that one and then of course Wire Church for Pork I have a um I have a journal because I think journaling is good, but some people mm-hmm. are, that are new to journaling, they they get um, intimidated by a lot of lines. So mm-hmm. I only put a few lines. And then at the end of the week is write a letter of thanks, a gratitude letter mm-hmm. at the end of the week. So um, I do that and I give, you know, every day there's like a scripture or it's like a saying that to help, you know, motivate you and, help you change your mind because every day because it's it's called the blessed mindset you know and Mm -hmm. every day you have to make a daily decision to be blessed so that's what we did and then with the children's books oh i'm so happy my son and i we started with um ren's bedtime prayer because when he was little we hated now i lay me down to sleep i pray the lord my soul to take you know keep or all that but all that stuff right (laughs) so we came up with our own and then we have Ren's affirmations because um, we want to teach kids that God is good and so are they. That they are made in the image and likeness of God. And whatever Aww. God is, they are too. Wow. Wow. That, that's amazing. So I, I'm just saying that there's, there's a lot of the mindset change in so many areas, mainly with, with money. And then the growth from that becoming a self-publisher, becoming a homeowner, uh, becoming a mind, a money mindset coach. Like this is something that I think is remarkable. And if people wanted to know more about your coaching and the insurance and other things that you do, where would they go? Okay. Well, I have a website, um, www.raykeltolson.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go get the books at um, tosinbooks.com or you can go on Amazon and get them there. And I do want to say one other thing because I just want to tell everybody, like, I have not made it. I'm constantly doing the same thing that I'm teaching because, you know, when we have churches, they go from glory to glory to glory. And so my next thing is i am got to elevate my thoughts so I can be a movie producer because my mm-hmm. uh, my book I, I need a Christmas angel. I want that to be a movie. So I have to mm-hmm. elevate my thoughts and exercise my faith so I can make that happen. So I'm basically practicing what I preach. You know, I, it's not, oh, I did this and I'm trying to teach you. I'm like, no, I'm constantly doing it. So I just invite people to contact me and we can chat and let me see how I can help them. Wow. Dr. Raquel Tolson, thank you so much for joining us on today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. To see a clip from our recent chat with Dr. Raquel Tolson, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony Thompson, and host Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in our chat on our Interludes YouTube channel, 
Facebook group, and now on Pod TV on Roku. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra presents Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners, launching this month on October 20th. To sign up for the course and join our Interludes community of podcasters, please visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia.com.